Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions Steve Dash, Rinko Levers. All right, listen, listen to the thunderous applause. There are so many people who just love us, people who hang on our every word, people who tune into this podcast by accident. It is Wrong and Wronger with me, Steve Olivas, and my partner sitting right here across from me, James, the exploding unicorn breakwell. James, can you believe what we got going on? I'd like to clarify one point. You described the applause as thunderous. Like, what does thunderous sound like in nashville because <laughs> is, is it anemic and, and quiet <laughs> muted and sad is that what thunder's no, like down there no I, i'm james I'm, I'm selling it here i'm selling it <laughs> I, i'm using suggestion as the power of persuasion only we can only have one liar on this podcast it's gonna have to be you today <laughs> James is not a liar. He is many things, but he is not a liar. He's a guy that measures his caloric intake with a slide rule. That is how precise he is. And uh, precise guys don't tend to lie. Why aren't you a liar, James? Because I'm just I'm just too good at telling the truth. I'm, I, it is my one and only fault as being being too <laughs> perfect and exact with my words. Which is unfortunate for you here in this podcast where I get to destroy you week after I see. week. So week. when you go in for a job interview and they say, what are your weaknesses? Your answer is, I'm just too perfect. My answer is, I quit. I'm going to go write a book. And that's what I... <laughs> <laughs> and please buy it. Please. <laughs> please, please. I beg on my hands and knees. Somebody buy this thing. <laughs> I didn't even know you had a book. What is the book called? Oh, awesome. Plug. Uh, only Dead on the Inside. <laughs> Parents Guide for the Zombie Apocalypse. I actually skipped the word, the parent's guide for surviving the zombie apocalypse, because I want you to live. So I'm going to go ahead and push this hard to the, the four, four people listening who, yeah. you know, came from my Twitter feed anyway, and are, have clearly been bombarded with this book already. But hey, what's one more plug? Uh, my mother hasn't heard it yet, so give it to her. Why has your mother not bought my book yet, Steve? That's on you, man. She... I, I gave you one job. I just, I, I read the book, and then I sent her my copy. Isn't that what we're supposed oh. to do? Oh, I've been spreading me. it around. All my neighbors have read it. They think it's awesome, by the way. Just, uh, you know, put a few copies on the Internet, scan it in, and <laughs> share the pictures. That's how that works, right? I think it's already uploaded onto YouTube, actually. It's my son <laughs> reading it out loud, like he's you. My, uh, my little brother read the book. He, uh, he read it in one afternoon. I was sitting there talking with my parents. And I'd be honored that he read it at all, but I watched him. He sat there for like five hours wow. and didn't laugh. Oh, no! <laughs> I'm just going to blame that on him. I got, that's just a personality flaw. That doesn't reflect on my book. <laughs> Why am I even telling this story? Why would I repeat that? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll take care of that in post. Don't worry. I, will okay, never, okay. I would never let that story leak out into this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> All right. So we, every week on Wrong and Wronger, in case you're just joining us, if you're one of the new four people, because we have to get new four people every week after we completely <laughs> discuss. not be the same ones. No, <laughs> Absolutely not. But uh, we argue about topics that people generally have an opinion about, but rarely hear both sides argued at the same time. This is the taste great, less filling of podcasts. <laughs> 
And uh, James doesn't even get that reference. I don't. <laughs> All right. Just, it's nervous laughter like a hostage on a tape. <laughs> just, <please don't laughs> hurt that's, that's probably something from when Steve was a youngster. And uh, <laughs> I don't know how that could happen because that predates any kind of recorded sound. Yeah. Yes. The the maybe the the gramophone that. Uh, that <laughs> <laughs> and the word grandma is right in the name. <laughs> All right. Before we argue, though, we we usually make nice. It's sort of like shaking hands, like uh, like sumo wrestlers that bow to each other ahead of competition. James and I say something nice to each other before we engage in combat. Yes, and I do have something very nice to say about you. I would like to compliment your frugality. Frugality. Yes, long ago, in your early days, when you first became a driver, you took a vow, and I didn't realize this till recently, but you took a vow that you would never pay for parking, ever. Well, and to this day, you haven't. You've, you've walked blocks, you've walked miles, you've walked states to avoid paying <laughs> for parking. No distance is too great. I mean, what's, what would you say is the furthest you've walked to avoid paying even a nickel? Well, it, walked is a little bit of a misnomer since Uber has come around. <laughs> because I can find a parking spot, and believe me, I can find a parking spot. I just call that good, clean living. And uh, sometimes it's not necessarily within the same zip code as the destination. <laughs> but Uber, man, you hit that app, you don't even have to move. It will triangulate your position, send it to the driver, and for under $26, I can usually get to wherever I'm going without paying that damn meter. That is that is just good savings right there. You That's saved yourself saying, at least man. a dollar. Thanks. That's good for you. No, I'm glad somebody finally recognized my achievements. My children, my wife, uh, my family, most of my friends, they think it's ridiculous. But this is why you and I vibe. Yeah, it is. I, I just enable you in all the wrong ways. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Well, James, as uh, we talk about making a vow, James once got his picture, and this was a big deal for young James Breakwell. He uh, only had some peach fuzz on his face, not a full beard. Put a little cream on that, let the cat lick it off. But he got his picture in his small-town newspaper next to his bicycle that was stolen by the town bully. And I, I think her name was Kimmy. But uh, James, he put the... APB out on that bicycle, and I think a good Samaritan finally did return it to you. Yeah, and the crazy thing is, it wasn't even my bike. Like, I stole somebody else's bike with that all-points bulletin. <laughs> I saw the bike go missing, I got it back and claimed it as my own, and to this day, I still have that bike. It's it's suitable for a 10-year-old. I can't ride it, but you know what? It's an ill-gotten trophy. It's actually just it's hanging up on one of those bike hooks right now. I'll be honest, you couldn't ride it back then either. I was not a big fan of physical activity at any stage of my life. <laughs> well, speaking of being a couch potato, we're, we got a carb, carb, uh, carbohydrate-laden theme today. I almost said carbonaro effect. I was watching a little True TV before we got on the mic here today. But you, you don't know what that is either, probably. But I, I, I don't. I'm, you're just making up words again. <laughs> it's a Steve thing. <laughs> Any pop culture reference from the last, I don't know, from 15 minutes ago backward is completely lost on the unicorn. What are we going to argue about today? We are going to argue about crust thickness. And to simplify things, we got to break it into two categories because there's too many variations. Okay. We're going to go deep dish and thin. And thin's going to have to include, uh, you know, the you know, real thin and then like your traditional, like, um, you know, Domino's crust or Papa John's yeah, yeah, crust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that's called. Hand, Hand toss. Toss. Yeah. There we go. That's the right word. 
All right, but we got, like, this is Chicago versus New York. We got uh, Chicago deep dish and then uh, the New York thin crust. Those are the pref- the preferred styles of those regions in the country. And Los Angeles, they don't even have pizza. They put, like, goat cheese and kale and other un- non-edible things on their pizza, so they don't count. Those are, those are dark times over there, man. I don't know I don't know how people live on the West Coast. If you're one of our four listeners over there, I am sorry, but you need to yeah. move. yeah. Yeah. All right. So the position that you will take shall be determined by the Guam quarter of fate. We got George Washington on one side and the Isle of Guam on the other. What shall they represent? Let me just remark on how much Guam must love George Washington. I'm sure he's a very important figure in their history. (laughs) There are statues erected of George all over the place. Children go to George Washington Elementary. (laughs) All right, so let's say deep dishes. If heads up, I'll argue deep dish. Tails up, I will argue thin. All right, heads is deep, tails is thin. The Guam quarter is up. It landed on my uh, preamp tube mic. And Guam is facing me. I had to pull it over close because my eyes aren't what they used to be. That is tails, huh? Yeah. So you get thin, thin crust. Thin. That's awesome. I got the winning argument again. That quarter loves me. So says you now. (laughs) Well, I don't know why anyone would want the deep dish. I mean, you can't even get your whole mouth around it. It's like like four pizzas stacked (laughs) on top of each other. What are you talking about? You know what? You you don't put a whole pizza in your mouth at once? (laughs) Not literally the whole pizza, Steve. The the width of the pizza. Come on. Come on. The depth of the pizza. Let's let's get our three dimensions calibrated before we get into this debate. But the thinner crust, the hand toss, is about the right thickness that you want. You can at that thickness, a person like you can probably eat two pieces. A grown man like me can eat, you know, four to six to eight to twelve, whatever it is, the necessary amount to get in there. And I'm and the one not bite. wearing pants, right? Okay. <laughs> you get the you get the cheese, you get the the sauce, you get the crust all properly proportioned. You don't want crust that's thicker than the cheese. You don't want cheese that's thicker than the sauce. It's all it's all proportional for the perfect flavor profile. I mean, that's why every place outside of Chicago makes pizza that way. There's one place in the in the Americas that makes it the way you want it, and that's in Chicago, and it never spread out of there. And uh, the people who eat it can never leave because they weigh too much because it just destroys your body. <laughs> like, deep dish is not the way to go. Now, thin crust, if you go to New York, there's there's a proper way to eat thin crust, and that is to not even eat it like pizza. you got to eat it like a taco because there's not enough pizza there to have it just single layer. You have to double down in order to get enough in your mouth to even register as pizza going down the hatch you get a good chicago style pizza and you can put anything on that and it sits on a bed of what's basically garlic bread it's soaked up with all that butter and garlic and that good italian delight and it just melds with the toppings that you put on and you can put on toppings that got a little bit of meat to them you can slice up italian sausage and just just scatter those things over the top and they can land with a thud and leave a little splash mark in the sauce and the cheese because you can have a hearty, a stout, a robust. You like stout beer, this is stout pizza. You match it with your beer and you've got a meal you can chew for a while. That thin crust pizza, you fold it and if you miss your mouth, everything slides off into your lap and then you've got to have this weird stain that you walk around the subway with. I can't imagine that you feel comfortable that way, but maybe you do. I don't judge. I'm I'm going to blow your mind, Steve. I'm going to blow your mind. Are you, are you sitting down? Are uh, you ready? I am, I'm, it's the only way to go. 
there is there is a lot of America that yeah. is in neither New York nor Chicago. There's like a whole 50 states worth of people out there. Yeah. Even like in Illinois and New York State, there's parts of them that aren't in those cities. And those parts of them, the national pizza chains that serve there, they, they serve the thinner crust, but not like the New York folded pizza, which that's, that's ridiculous. Let's be honest. I've lived 32 years. I've never <laughs> folded a pizza. I mean, that's just not how you eat pizza. It's, it's the regular, uh, you know, the regular depth, the regular amount of pizza. I mean, think about what Peyton Manning advertises. He advertises Papa John's oh, Pizza. Now, that is a, a properly proportioned pizza. Peyton Manning, the perfect human being who's never been wrong about anything in his life, tells me I should be eating Papa John's people. Pizza. Why would, he, why would he lead me wrong, Steve? Tell me that. You know what? My mind is blown because you are so off base on this one. Peyton Manning is selling pizza that if a little bit of cheese got on the box it came in, you wouldn't be able to tell them apart. Papa John's pizza, that's not pizza. That's an insult to humanity is what that is. I got two words, two words, Pizza Hut. They've got the best deep dish pizza. Another chain, Uno, a great Chicago chain that's all over the country, and they serve pizza the way God intended. God wants to sink his teeth into some pizza. He doesn't want to be insulted by some guy that that uh, that went off to the Broncos to end his career. I, come on. And win a Super Bowl with no working arms. They rolled him <laughs> out there in a wheelchair, and he won, Steve. He won. <laughs> I don't really follow football, but the point is, <laughs> Papa John's Pizza is not, you can't even put that in the pizza category. Oh, you absolutely can. There are so many good chains that have the thinner pizza. And like when you get to really thin pizza, that's where it's at. Like that's an Indiana thing. I've ate. There's a chain called Arnie's that you would never eat, that you would never appreciate because it's everything that's good and wholesome and worth living about life. So it would burn you like fire. But it's the thinnest of thin crusts with diced pepperoni and, and greasy cheese, and it's amazing. Uh, in rural areas, there's something called Pizza King out here. Same deal, thin. Monocle's Pizza, those are great. Then you go one step up with the pan toss. You got Domino's, you got Little Caesars, you got Papa John's, you got okay, a million other sure. chains. Yeah, those are and all pizza. And then you pizza. get to the deep dish, and it's just a few. It's just a few because people don't eat pizza that way. Little and the further out you get from Chicago, the more sparse those are. Like, you'd have to drive, a, you'd have to drive 50 miles from my house to find an Uno's. I mean, they're just not out here because nobody eats pizza that way because we have taste buds. <laughs> and that really just cuts it all out. I mean, that's, that's a huge disqualifier for those chains. Taste buds requires that you spread a little bit of ragu on loose leaf paper and call it pizza. Uh, Little Loosely Caesars, paper. Domino's. I feel like you, I, you've just been scammed. Like, what were you eating? Like, here's a here's a sheet of A4 no, that's true. sauce it's, on it. Enjoy. More like a refrigerator box that got cut into into triangles, and that's what <laughs> Little Caesars pizza is. Man, this is not the best, but their their breadsticks are amazing and hot and ready. Like you, you told me earlier, you waited forty minutes for a pizza. You could have rolled into a what? little Caesar's, handed them a fiver, and walked out with what? a box of marginally passable pizza. Wait, you mean like when you say before? You mean like last week, right? You mean anytime? You can go there now. I'm going to go over there after this podcast and pay five dollars for a pizza and enjoy the hell out. It's going to be amazing. I like how you break the fourth wall and. J- <laughs> Break the fourth wall. We're talking. The conversation about me waiting forty minutes for pizza was last week. Oh yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> how I just time traveled there. That's so weird. You know what? I can reach back in time like that. I've got podcast skills. <laughs> the past is present. The present is future. It all blurs together. Oh, I don't even know what to do with this information now. <laughs> 
Well, since I can see the future, I'm going to tell you in the future, deep dish pizza is extinct. Thin crust and pan crust rules the earth, and we have 200 years of paradise and good fortune. Now, the only so, reason that thin crust is a thing is by penny-pinching corporate America. It's big pizza. It's greed. <laughs> they don't want to add the ingredients that, the, that America wants, and they thirst, ironically, for thick pizza. Ingredients singular. There's one ingredient that's taken out, and that's oil. Thin crust pizza is pizza where they don't dump half a cup of oil in the pan beforehand. You dump that in there, you increase your risk of heart attack by 100%, and suddenly you're, <laughs> you're getting a good deal. But you're not. You're just you're eating clogged arteries is what you're eating. Wow, it's... and they're delicious. <laughs> and the still-beating heart of my enemies. That goes right on top. Uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that explains some things about you as well. When I, when I look into the future, I will remember that next time. But, but seriously. Well, next time, way. apparently, next time could be four minutes from now. Next time could be three months from now that you have no respect for the timeline. I, I don't. I really don't. Remember that one time you made me name a topic for the next week and I actually named a topic and it ruined everything? You remember that? <laughs> I actually don't. We can't we can't have linear time with this podcast. It doesn't work. It screws up everything. We're worse we're worse than the Back to the Future series. Did we actually do the topic that you threw out? We had to. We were locked in. We had an ironclad bond with our two listeners at the time, and we had to do that topic, even though neither of us thought it was a good idea to run it. And you vowed on your mother's soul that you would never do that again. Oh well, and you've come through every time because you have no idea what we're doing, even when we start. This is true. That one time I planned ahead, and look where it got us. Never again, Steve. Never again. I'm just thankful you remember my name every week. I have to write it on my hand. Wow, <laughs> that's really romantic. I appreciate it's even, that. It's not even spelled right. I sneezed off a few letters. <laughs> Steve. Do you, do you practice James and then write my last name after it? <laughs> what? Yeah. Let's not go there. I wait, wait, wait just like your pizza ruins everything. <laughs> we got to go somewhere because we're out of time. Would you like to close this week? Last week I had a little like fit. I, I, I can't even talk. I'm so excited. I would like to close. <laughs> oh, good. Cheers. Dear Done. listeners, thank you for putting up with Steve and enjoying <laughs> me. It's been a pleasure to have you back here again. If you would like to follow me on Twitter... <laughs> You can go to at Exploding Unicorn without the E. On Facebook, it's Exploding Unicorn with the E. So simple. On Twitter, if you want to follow Steve, which is a terrible idea, <laughs> but if you want to do it, it's Steve Olivas spelled out just like it sounds. <laughs> and that's all the time we have this week. So, Steve, Steve, what are we talking about next week? <laughs> Wait, do what now? <laughs> That's what I thought. Until, <laughs> la- now, until next time, we'll catch you later. <laughs>